What is happening, team? Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I am your host, Jay Nixon. And for those of you guys that do not know me quickly, I am a two-time best-selling author. I am the creator, founder, and proprietor of the Thrive Forever Fit Lifestyle Transformation System that has helped thousands and thousands of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds and begin to live the life that they so deserve and so desire. I'm also the owner of Thrive Fitness Studio in Palm Desert, California. If you're ever in town, come and see me. I will put you through the best workout of your life. That is a promise. On today's show, guys, we are going to talk about the 21 reasons why 99% of people will not change. Whoa, think about that. I'm going to give you 21 reasons in today's show that 99% of you will not make any changes. Guys, if you hear yourself in any of these 21 reasons, stop it, eradicate it, change it immediately. You're listening to the show because you're a disruptor. You're listening to the show because you want to be informed. You want to be inspired. You want to transform into the person that you know you were born to be. I want that for you more than anything on the planet. That's why I show up each and every week to give you this valuable content. So before we jump into today's show, I've had a lot of questions. The answer is yes, I do one-on-one coaching as well. If you're interested in that, you're someone who needs some one-on-one guided guidance, laser-focused guidance, reach out to my team. We'll set you up with a one-on-one session and we will get you on the right plan and the right track to your success. All right, guys, get ready. Today's episode is going to blow you away. It is a game changer. Enjoy. I'll see you on the other side. Bye. So I compiled the list, 21 reasons why 99%, and here, listen, you guys are the 1%. You guys are doing things that most people are not doing. So let's make sure you stay the 1%. Let's make sure you don't fall into any of these categories or any of these things that I'm going to rattle off to you today. So here we go, guys. Number one, the number one reason, and these are in no, no, no order. I'm sure some of these things, oh, I just covered my own face up. Don't do that. Some of these reasons um, more powerful than others for everybody, so everybody's a little bit different. But number one is this. I'm, I'm going to use the word, I'm going to use you in a lot of these, but I'm not talking directly to you. I'm talking about to the person, the individual. If you hear this and it resonates with you, that means it's something you need to work on. So you are in love with the idea and the dream more than you are with the actual work that it's going to take to make something happen. So think about that. One of the number one reasons why most people will stay stuck is because they're in love with the idea way more than they are in love with the actual work that it's going to take to get where you want to go. Make sense? I mean, we see it all the time, right? You see it in every aspect of life. Number two, your lack of clarity. You're so busy focusing on the wrong things. Oh, man, that probably hit a nerve with some of you guys. You're so busy focusing on the wrong things, the silly things in life, that you have no clarity when it comes to the important things. Think about that. Most people focus on the wrong stuff. Most people get derailed in the details of life, and they don't have the bandwidth or the capacity to then give, get clarity around the things that actually matter. And that's going to keep you stuck. If you don't have clarity, you're never going to get where you want to go. You need a clear, concise message so that you can get the things out of life that you want to get. Number three, you get lost in the how. 
So I call this getting derailed in the details. You get lost in the how. You get the big idea. So the big idea is you want to lose weight. You want to lose like 50 pounds. You get excited about that new goal, and then you get derailed in the details. So I, my, one of my favorite analogies is this. is like people will – I mean they will eat fast food. They'll eat boxed food. They'll eat anything under the sun they can, they can shove into their mouth. But the first time you recommend like someone do something healthy – they want to research it to death. You know, people like that, they're like, well, I read online that if you, you know, that car this about carbohydrates and this about the paleo diet and this about the ketogenic diet. So really all they're doing is they're trying to get themselves so derailed in the details that they don't even have to do anything. But if you, you, you put a Big Mac on their desk, they will eat that some bitch so fast that they'll make their head spin and they don't do the research on all the chemicals and the BS and the whatever. You get what I'm saying? Like we will become massive researchers if it's something that might be a challenge for us to do. So you get lost in the how, which I try to simplify this as much as you guys. Another reason is this, like you get the opportunity every week to ask me anything under the sun, anything, and you guys don't take advantage of it. But you will get yourself so wrapped up and so lost in the details of something that's inconsequential that you won't even move forward with the process. You'll get so caught up in the silly stuff. When you've got access to me 24-7, I'll answer questions anytime. I'll do this weekly call, and you don't take advantage of it. So you see you're getting yourself so wrapped up in the how, but you don't even take advantage of the things that you're being given. Crazy. Take advantage of it. You know my theory. Take advantage of the opportunity in the lifetime of the opportunity. Number four, you're not willing to let a part of yourself die. Now think about this. Transformation means a part of you must die. And I'm, that's a little bit grandiose and, and, you know, exaggeratory. Exaggeratory? Is that a word? I like it. Exaggeratory. Um, you, you get so – you're just not willing – if you want to be somebody new, you've got to let the old habits, the old rituals, the old stories, the old nonsense die. You've got to kill it. And that sounds like morbid and all those things like that, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. Like, you've got to let your old nonsense go. And if you're not willing to burn that boat where there's no story to go back to, you're always going to go back to it because it's human nature. It's what we do. Like, we love as humans, we love the things that are comfortable. And our story, even though it's crap, even though it doesn't serve us, even though it's abusive, even though it's negative, even though it's drama-filled, God, we love it because we've been dealing with it for so long. And we'll always go back to it because it's familiarity. It's why people stay in the abusive relationships. It's not because they're in love anymore. It's just familiar. And a human being will take familiar over uncertainty every day of the week. They just will. It's how we're programmed. We're programmed to take familiarity over uncertainty, even if the thing that we're familiar with is no longer serving us. Crazy. Um, let me see where I'm at here. Number five, you are not willing to drop your ego. So many people declare that they want change, and then the ego stops them from making it real. We all have an ego, guys. We all do, and it is probably one of the number one deterrents in us being successful is because we're not willing to drop our ego and just go all in on the process and learn something completely new. Number six, you're consuming way too much 
free information. This kind of goes back to what I was talking about, about getting derailed in the details. You guys will overconsume things that are irrelevant to your lives. Free can create a spark, and you may get you started, but it will never last. You have to invest in yourself and be careful on the things you're consuming because if you're consuming things and not doing anything with the consumption, then it's a massive waste of your time. Like, so let's, let's drill down to what we're talking about here. You guys will watch motivational videos. You'll listen to podcasts. You'll read books. You'll get enamored with an author. You'll go hyper-focused crazy on something. Like, a bunch of you guys right now are enamored with this, um, with Rachel Hollis, which Rachel's amazing. She's awesome. But here's the differentiator. You can consume all of Rachel's shit, but it's the same stuff everybody else is saying. So we can't consume Rachel's stuff, and then as soon as we're bored with that, go consume Betsy's stuff. And then we're as, soon as, as soon as we're done with that, go consume David Goggins' stuff. And then as soon as that, we're get, like you guys have access to someone who spends multiple six figures on themselves every year, and you don't take advantage of it. But you will go seek out everything that a stranger does and like consume it like crazy. But you don't take advantage of something that's right in front of you. You get a weekly free call with me every week. I'm available, 100%, right here. What do you need? Nobody asks any questions. But yet you'll overconsume free stuff on the Internet that you're never going to have access to. You can read quotes all day long. You're never going to get anything out of that quote unless you start taking action on it. Never mind. I got 21 of these. I got to hurry up. <laughs> Number seven, you, have, you, ha you all have big plans, and when it comes time to execute, your vision is blocked by the size of your dream. Consistency is the key. Like I always say, little hinges swing big doors. So here's the deal. Everybody is looking for this grandiose thing that they're going to do that's going to flip the table over. When in all actuality, every person I know in business and relationships, in personal, in health and fitness and everything, they're just simply consistent. They don't do giant, grandiose, big gesture things. They're just really consistent at the small things, and they become masters of them. Like they are masters of their own mindset. They're masters of the reframe. They're masters of this consistency of action. They're masters of journaling. They're masters of their mindset. Like it's just they become a master of the simplistic things. They're not looking for giant rocks to flip over because they understand that if you flip over enough tiny rocks, that creates a pile way bigger than that one rock could ever create. You're relying on passion and motivation. Passion and motivation are great but they only get you started. They only get you in the game. Let's think about this from our perspective. When you first start a program like this, your passion and your motivation is extremely high. But then after six weeks, when you only lost 10 pounds, it's not as sexy anymore. You know what I mean? So your motivation and your passion kind of wanes, and then it becomes a little bit easier not to do your, your Thrive 3, not to do your daily check-ins and what you're thankful and grateful for, not to post a picture of your food, not to show up at the gym, easier to make the excuses because passion and motivation are going to wear off because you're not relying on your why. You're not relying on the new habits and the new rituals that you've created to make the life that you want to, that you want to live. Because like I said a while ago, you'll always fall back to that old story once passion and motivation goes away. They don't last forever. 
You have to create rituals and habits. You have to become that person that you want to be, that you dreamed to become. And that person has rituals, habits, and standards. But once the sexiness wears off, our passion and motivation tend to get a little bit less, right? You all know what I'm talking about. Like when you first started, like you were gung ho, like you were going to change the world. You were going to lose 100 pounds in like four days. And then when it didn't happen, got less sexy. Got le- this is why people, this is why diets fail left and right year in and year out. This is why a billion people will fail on a diet by February of 2019 because the motivation is going to wear off because they're going to get up and go to the gym every day for three weeks and nothing's going to happen. Nothing. And then it's the sexiness, the motivation, the passion is going to go away because they're going to convince themselves this isn't worth it. Like, look, I went for three weeks. I didn't get anything. What they don't realize is they've been torturing themselves for 20 years. And three weeks is inconsequential. Like, it's the consistency of repeating that three weeks over and over again for three years. And then you're going to get what you want to get. There's no such thing as a one-hit wonder. There's no such thing as like an overnight success. There's no such thing as someone getting what they want to get because they did something for three weeks. Never enough. You're in the wrong environments. So... Most people have an environment that is an anchor to their success as opposed to a catalyst for their growth. We talk about this all the time. It's circle of success. It's who you're hanging out with. It's the stuff you're consuming. It's all of the above. Most people have so many anchors in their lives that it's dragging them down where there's no chance in hell that they're ever going to get where they want to go because every time they get a little bit forward, that anchor just pulls them right back to where they are. Number 10, you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. Misery and quitters love company. You won't break through with these people in your circle. And it's so true, guys. You will not break through in life if you're hanging around people that are miserable, that quit everything, that are drama-filled, that are gossip-filled. You won't ever break through. You might get a little bit forward, but you're always going to get dragged back. Like drama, negativity, nonsense is a powerful force. Look around. We are, we are in a world that is inundated with drama. Turn on the news. That's all it talks about is negativity. You never hear anything positive. Turn on the radio. Go, hang, go to a coffee shop. Go listen to people have a conversation. 90% of the stuff that is coming out of people's mouths is garbage because it's what we hang around. It's what we listen to. It's what we consume. It's what we surround ourselves with. And if you want to be successful, you just can't do that. I don't care if it's with your health and fitness, your money, your relationships, your spirituality. You can't do it. You will always get dragged down. An anchor is a powerful thing. Anchors don't even have to be that big. Next time you see a giant boat, look at the size of the anchor compared to the size of the boat. The anchor is maybe a, I don't even know, I'm horrible at math, but 10% of the size of the boat? They're small. Even a giant yacht. I mean, yeah, the anchor is enormous in comparison to a small sailboat, but in comparison to the giant yacht, the anchor's small, but that anchor can stop that giant yacht dead in its tracks. Keep it from moving. Think about that. That tiny anchor keeps that giant yacht from moving anywhere in the whole giant ocean. These are like people. So small little anchors in your life are enough to stop you dead in your tracks. 
Number 11, you're trying to make it perfect. Perfectionism is fear in disguise. All you really need to do is go out and execute. Remember this, remember this, write this down. Imperfect action trumps the perfect plan every time. So really all perfectionism is, guys, is fear in disguise. People will say, oh, well, I can't do this until it's... People tell me all the time, like, I can't start this program because now is just not the perfect time. I'm like, what? Like, I got to get in better shape before I start this program. I'm like, what? Like, I want to lose some weight before I start this program. I'm, again, I'm like, what? Like, you, you're not, you've never done any of these things. Like, what, what is that? So they've created this perfectionistic mindset. Like, I'm going to be perfect, and then I'm going to start, and then it will be great. All that is is fear. That's just somebody's fear keeping them from actually starting. And that's what we do. We use perfectionism. That's why I tell, constantly tell you guys it's progress, not perfection. Like nobody's going to be perfect in this program. Nobody's going to be perfect in everything we have to do. But if you will make massive progress every day, you're going to have massive success. Like it's the whole theory of just ship it. Like if you're waiting on the perfect design or the perfect proposal or the perfect whatever, like people ask me all the time, like what's the perfect workout? And I'm like, it's the one that you did today. Like, what does that mean? I didn't work out today. And then I'm like, well, then that's not the perfect workout. So it doesn't matter what you do. You just got to do something. People are looking for perfect and it doesn't exist, but we're really just using that as a crutch. We're really just using that as a reason not to start. Number 12, you're waiting for someone to save you. Oh, man. The truth is no one is coming to your house to save you because you are actually your own savior. So you're the, re you're the answer, guys. Here's the deal. Here's the, most, here's the most prolific thing I'll say all day. Like, you're the problem, and you're also the solution. Like, I'm my only problem. I'm the only thing that gets in my way. I create my roadblocks. I create my adversity. I create my nonsense. I create my drama. And I'm the only person that can get rid of those things. I'm the only person that can move past those things. And you're the same way. Like, nobody, you don't need anybody to save you. You just need to start showing up consistently and doing the things that you know you're supposed to do, and then life will get amazing for you. Number 13, you're waiting for, I just talked about this, you're waiting for the right time. You're waiting for your kids to get older. You're waiting for after the holidays. You're waiting for after this. Like, people say all the time, I'm going to start after the holidays. I'm like, why on earth would you do that? Why on earth would you let debauchery happen during the holidays and then think that, you're going to miraculously start once January 1st rolls around. Like, it's the biggest lie that's been told throughout the history of time. Like, everybody's going to start January 1st. Like, if you go to a big box gym on January the 1st, 2nd, or 3rd, you will see more people than you've ever seen in your life. And then by January the 14th, they're not there anymore. Because someone who makes a decision for looking for the perfect time isn't really ready. Because if you're ready, you'll start now. Like, you'll start today. You won't wait for a certain date on a calendar. Um, number 14, you're simply not willing to commit. Commitment is binary. There is no plan B. There is no retreat. There is no option. It's life or death. And so think about that. Like everybody who has a plan B is always going to revert to plan B. You will every time because plan A is going to be tough. Like plan A is going to require you to do some things that make you uncomfortable. And if you've got a plan B, the first time you get uncomfortable, you will retreat to it. It's the old adage of, I think Tony Robbins talks about it. He's like, the only way to conquer the island 
is to burn the boats so that the warriors have no alternative. They can't go back to the boats. There's nowhere to go. So if I'm going to go conquer the island and I'm the leader of the, the tribe, I'm going to burn everybody's boat so that they've only got one direction to go, and that's forward. It's the only way to conquer the island because as soon as things get tough, you'll retreat back to your old boat and you'll be comfortable out there. So if you really want to be successful, you've got to burn your boats. Number 15, you're rolling solo. Rolling solo is cool until you find out that you're not good at it. And you'll actually get more stuck than ever. I talk about this all the time, like with isolation. People think that like things get tough and I'm just going to roll solo. Like I'm going to take care of this myself. If you could, if that worked, the world would be a vastly different place. I can tell you this. I have never achieved anything in my life, anything by myself. I am not solely responsible for any of my success. And neither are you. You may want to take credit for it. You may want to like walk around and say you're, like, you're self-made and nobody's ever helped you and blah, blah, blah. And I call BS on that. I have never gotten anywhere in my life on my own. And I've tried to roll solo. Like I've tried to do it on my own. It never works out. Like you never get what you really want to get out of it. But as soon as you start getting, being a part of a team, being a part of a tribe, being a part of a community like this, you can get anything you want to get. Like life will get drastically easier for you. Number 16, you're setting goals but not systems. You guys hear me talk about this all the time. Like it is the process. It is the system that we are creating that is the magic. Like we can set goals all day long, but if you don't follow the system that we've created inside of the program, you're never going to get it. Like you'll get close. You might get it, but then you'll lose it because you don't have systems in place. All we are as humans are our habits and our rituals and our standards. That's it. That's all we are. Look at your life. Look at everybody's life, and you can tell what, how somebody's – I can tell you how successful somebody's going to be based on their rituals, their habits, and their standards. If I spend a day with you, I can tell you how your life's going to pan out just based on what you do, based on your habits and your rituals. Can you change those? Absolutely. Do, do, do. Number 17, you're using the law of attraction as an excuse not to do the work. So I'm a big manifester, guys. You guys know that. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe like attracts like. I believe I manifest everything. I set intentions. Like I am the most spiritual dude you probably know from that perspective. But here's the thing. In the, I'll, even, I'll even roll this into a, into a, into a God-type thing. People say all the time, like, well, God has a plan for me. And I will agree with you. She does, he does, the universe does. But that plan is going to require you to do something, okay? Like God is not up there just saying, I'm going to do this for you. He or she wants you to do the work. The universe wants you to do the work. And if you do, you will be rewarded for it. Like my brother thinks I am the luckiest person on the planet, and guess what I am. You know why? Because I position myself to be lucky. I position myself to take advantage of an opportunity when the opportunity is presented. So when God, when she hands me an opportunity, I don't have to think about it. I can take it because I'm ready. Like that is God's plan. That is the law of attraction. That is the universe working for you. But you've got to work for it too. Like it's not going to do all the work. She's not going to do all the work. He's not going to do all the work. You are the one that has to take the action. Number 18, this is a big one. 
You feel entitled to results because you started. So I see this a lot in the coaching world. People feel like because they get coaching that they're all of a sudden entitled to something. And I see this in mastermind groups all the time. Like I, people join these, some of these big mastermind groups. I mean, they start working with some of my private coaches and they feel entitled. They feel like because I gave you $50,000, I'm all of a sudden entitled to your level of success. And that's just absolutely not true. Regardless of the amount on the check that I write to my coach, the only thing that check gives me is access. The only thing that check gives me is opportunity. The only thing that check gives me is the opportunity to get lucky because I'm prepared and I'm ready to take action when it presents itself to me. But most people feel entitled. You see this all the time in life. I mean, we are, we are an entitled society. Most people feel like they, jo they start a diet that they're just supposed to lose weight. Well, I started this diet. It didn't work. Well, that's probably BS. Like, every, I'm going to be honest with you. Every diet on the planet works. Like paleo works, keto works, Atkins works, Weight Watchers works, uh, Jenny Craig works. Every one of them work. It's us that doesn't work, right? Some of their systems are broken, but at the end of the day, their principles will help you lose weight. The problem is we go into scenarios with entitlement and we don't do what we're supposed to do because we feel like we paid somebody money and that pain of that money is enough where we should just get results from it. So if you'll lose your sense of entitlement and you'll start actually doing the work and understand that there is no finish line, you can have anything in life you want to get. Number 19, you're trying to get 100%, I talk about this all the time, you're trying to get 100% results with 70% effort. So I see this all the time. You guys will come in and you'll be like, I'm just not, I'm not losing weight. Like it's just not working, this isn't working for me. And then we start dissecting like how the, the amount of effort you're really putting in and you're at 62%. Like you got one foot in the water, one foot in your old boat. So you're really not doing a hundred, you want a hundred percent of the results. Like you want the magic, but you're only doing 60% of the work. Like everybody works with somebody like this, right? Raise your hand. You work, somebody in your office, somebody in your business, somebody in your um, company is like this. They want a hundred percent of the, the, they want 100% pay for sure. They want 100% of the rewards. They want 100% of the credit, but they only want to do about 47% of the work. Like we all know that person, right? You can't be that person. Like in any area of life, you just can't be. And if you'll change your philosophy on that and understand that 70% effort gets you 70% results. And if that's all you're willing to give, you've got to be okay with that. But if you want that 100%, you've got to give it. You got to give it consistently. Number twenty. This falls. This is a lot of us are falling into this category right now. You're too comfortable. Most of us want the idea of results, but we're too comfortable to create the urgency to actually get the results that we that we truly deserve. So we see this in weight loss a lot of times. I see this with a lot of you alumni guys. Some of you guys have lost like you've gotten down. You've lost like seventy pounds. And now you've gained like 20 pounds back because you're simply just too comfortable. Like you're so comfortable with your new weight because it's, I mean, it's still 40 pounds, 30 pounds less than you used to be that it's easier to get comfortable with that than it is to actually consistently do those little things that got you to that actual 60 or 70 pound weight loss. And it's more comfortable for you just to do the amount of work and the amount of effort that it takes to stay at that 
that new 40-pound weight loss, which if that's good for you, that's good for you. But you can't get upset when you're not where you want to be. You can't get upset when the numbers on the scale don't say what they want to say, when the pants don't fit like they used to fit. It's simply because you got too comfortable. Like I said this, I don't even know how many calls ago, like I live in a state of blissful discontent, meaning I am always energetic and happy and ecstatic with my life, love my life, but I'm always discontent with my life as well at the same exact time. It may not make any sense to you, but I'm unbelievably happy with where my life is, ecstatic, but I'm also discontent because it's not enough. I want more because I refuse to allow myself to get comfortable in what I've achieved. It's just not enough for me. So I live in that little bit of discontent up here at all times because that discontent keeps me moving forward. Number 21, you're saying yes. This is, this is so big, guys. You're saying yes to distractions. So you're watching useless TV. You're listening to useless news. You got a bunch of anchors in your life that are bringing gossip and drama. And all that does is pull your energy away from the positive. Like all you can do are two things. You're, all we are is energy. You can either be positive or you can be negative. And all of that stuff, all of that drama is pulling you further and further and further away because you're saying yes to the wrong things. Like you're not saying yes to yourself and yes to your success. By even entertaining nonsense, by even entertaining drama, you're actually pulling yourself away from where you need to be, pulling yourself away from where you deserve to be. So it's the little things. It's those anchors in life. And remember what I just said. Look at the size. Google a boat right now. Google a yacht. And then look for the anchor at the very front. The yacht's going to be massive, and the anchor's going to be small. And that tiny anchor can stop that yacht dead in its tracks. You're no different. You're massive, but a little bit of drama, a little bit of nonsense, a little bit of silliness, a little bit of saying yes to the wrong things, stop, your, stop you dead in your tracks. Guys, that's it. These are just simply common patterns. Like these are common patterns that a buddy of mine we were talking about that really stop people in their business, in their lives, in their weight loss, in their just their success journey. These are just 21 common things, and they seem really small, right? But if you t if you have all of these 21 characteristics, can you see where that would be a massive anchor in your life? Huge, right? Like these 21 things would be massive if you had them all. Even if you just had like five or six of them, it would be detrimental to your success. Okay. You're going to have a hard time arguing with any of those 21. If you found yourself, heard yourself, feel like you're any of those 21 people, even for a moment, I want you to take inventory of that. And I want you to get a plan together to make changes because you deserve to evolve. You would deserve to be the best version of yourself. Guys, if you're listening to this, it's because you understand that we have to disrupt our current way of thinking if we want to transform to that next level. And the only way we're going to do that is by getting inspired to take that action. I hope today's show did that for you. If you'd like more stuff like this, more one-to-one -one videos, more opportunities to connect with me, I have a free Facebook group called the Wellness Lab Launchpad. Wellness Lab Launchpad. It's a free Facebook group. Go there now. The easiest way to get there is just go to my website. Go to thriveforeverfit.com. On the homepage, you're going to see a giant box with an orange button that says join now. Click that button, get in there, connect with me. 
Let's interact. Let's get you moving in the right direction in 2021. You deserve it, man. We've been through enough. You've been through enough. And it's time that you get some unbiased guidance that gets you to where it is you deserve and desire to be. All right, guys, I'm going to see you next week. I love you. Bye.